What's up, guys? Welcome to Good Bad Wrestling No Holds Barred. This is the show where we dig up bad wrestling from the past and then bury it again. I am your host, John. And I'm Jack Brinks. Uh, you guys can find the show wherever they got podcasts. We're on Apple, Google, Spotify, The Works. If they got podcasts, they got us. Hit that subscribe button so you don't miss episodes. We put them out every single week. Uh, you can also find us on the YouTubes. If you found us there and you're looking at our big stupid faces, hit that subscribe button down here and uh, leave us a comment. Let, you know, we'll let us know what you think of the episode, what you thought of Extreme Rules, the horror show at Extreme Rules, as it's officially known, its Christian name. Um, <laughs> today, we are reviewing the shit show at Extreme Fools. Uh, excuse me. I mean, the clown show of serene pools what the fuck is this show called <laughs> so normally we cover older stuff and we don't really cover uh current goings on but this of... this show was so insanely good bad that we couldn't pass it up i mean the good bad championship was defended in a good bad lily pad match it had everything that you've always never wanted <laughs> In a wrestling show, we had a lily pad title match. We had an I Got Your Nose match. Um, what happened at the end? I don't know. Yep, but, yep. Guess, but guess what? You didn't know either, and you like it that way. <laughs> so we're going to break down the uh, the horror show at Extreme Rules. Uh, before the show proper started, we had... For a second, I thought you were going to say, before we get into that, now a word from our sponsors, yeah. which we don't have. If you want to be a sponsor... Hit us up. Have our have your people call our people, which is us. Still waiting to hear from you, Gatorade and Nike. Uh, <laughs> so, so before the proper show started, I found out after the fact we had Kevin Owens and uh, not your buddy Murphy in a match, which I hear was a real banger, which is not something that we're interested in around here. And I just want to point out real quick before we get going here, it is not a coincidence that news broke that Kevin Owens was the one who went to Vince McMahon and instituted the mask rule. After after the massive outbreak of COVID at WWE. And then the next thing that happened was him having a match on the kickoff show of the worst pay-per-view in decades. There's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> now that we got that out of the way. Cats out of the bag. You heard it here first. <laughs> Breaking news. All right. This, this show started off just with a, a dribble. You had four just, just, really, really talented wrestlers in the New Day and Cesaro and Shinsuke. They came out, they they tried. I mean, they, they put out actual effort. It was a really fast, hard-hitting, intense match that made sense. Look, uh, look, a- look, New Day. No one cares. You're good. Yeah. Oh, we, yeah. we get it. You can... You can put the match together. You're entertaining. Nobody cares. Yeah, they had they. Had, I mean, you had four of the best wrestlers on the planet. They came out and they had a great match. I mean, they were beating the shit out of each other. All the spots made sense. Uh, there was there was uh, Biggie did his dive to the through the ropes to the outside. You had Kofi doing a springboard to the outside and then getting face planted into a table. Just real, just real quality. Just quality Boring, stuff. Boring, quality, good stuff that you want when you turn on wrestling. And uh, they set up the double table. Kofi Kingston takes a just 
just amazing just a, like a, just an amazing bump through two tables that looked absolutely vicious cesaro and nakamura look great together they they're 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 two of the best in the world just not something that i'm really interested in a clean finish new champions i don't know it's it's nothing that we want to talk about on this show no it's not <clears throat> it's not worth our time so guess what guys uh, great match. No one gives a shit. <laughs> On to the next one. Yeah, not, not my cup of tea. Save that for AEW. Uh, following that, we had a segment backstage where Nikki Cross was getting a pep talk from her pals about her upcoming championship match with Bailey. This was right in our wheelhouse. You have two of the people giving her a pep talk who English is not their first language, so their go-to thing is just real enthusiasm about what they're saying. <laughs> and Nikki Cross going, yeah. And Kyrie Sane says, even if you lose, we'll still be your friend. Which implies, this is something I've thought about. And I pondered, maybe not being your friend if you lose. <laughs> the most, remember, the most important thing is not winning about. It's trying hard. <laughs> and if you lose, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. You you will still maybe be friends with these people, but it doesn't matter because you tried. Exactly. So the next match is Nikki Cross versus Bailey. This thing started off just something that we wouldn't like. You had two really good wrestlers putting together a really good match. Uh, they were doing stuff on the apron. They were they were uh, uh, Nikki Cross at one point kicked out of um, the Bailey to belly, to which Corey Graves said, "Wow." Uh, and then you had a, like, she, she did a really, yeah, cool. It looks really cool to do a spinning neck breaker from the apron to the outside. Oh yeah. You landed flat and everybody's safe and it looked vicious. Like nobody we're, cares. We're, we're, we're not, we're not, we're not interested in that. We sort want of thing. you being sloppy yeah. and shitty mm-hmm. and terrible. Yeah. No so, one cares about good matches. So it started off poorly because it was a good wrestling match, but then it got great because it had a stupid ending. So, uh, Sasha Banks gives the, the boss knucks to Bailey. She punches cross in the gut, right in the bread basket <laughs> as, as gorilla monsoon used to say, well, um, hold on, hold on. You had, uh, I really, really enjoyed, um, who was it? Maggles commentary when he goes, he hit her in the, he hit her with the, the thing that says, the boss on her hands. It's I, I love it. I, I love it when they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, it's a it's, it's my favorite. Uh, good commentary is when you have things such as, wow, from Corey Graves or Maggles. The thing that says boss. Danielle and I actually had a a, a conversation about how quickly do you think Jr. Excalibur or Tony Schiavone would have gotten to Boss Knuckles? They would have been fighting over that. But yeah, luckily, luckily we had Maggle on the case. Luckily, not with Maggle and Corey <laughs> Graves. Uh, 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 what's her name? Bailey retains via bullshit. And that's what I want. I want finishes that have controversy and aren't clean finishes. I want storytelling that never has to end ever. Just let it go on forever because everyone always gets to claim that they didn't lose straight up. That's what I need. <laughs> Okay. Well, after that, I felt that one in my loins. <laughs> I don't know what that means, and I don't know where my loins are, but wherever they are, I felt it. Deep, let, let us deep. know in the comments where loins might be. Uh, it's like a jejunum. 
<laughs> yeah, it's south of there. Uh, then we had the Firefly Funhouse segment with Bray Wyatt, where he took the time in his spooky, spooky uh, uh, clubhouse to remind us of the amazing karaoke contest from the Friday beforehand on SmackDown uh, and blamed it on Rambling Rabbit, which is a puppet on a wrestling show. Um, I really appreciated this for the change of pace from professional wrestling. Um, and I was really happy to see uh, a puppet make reference to a karaoke on SmackDown. So here's what you don't need. When you turn on wrestling, what you don't want is this oversaturation of bullshit with matches and contests and competition and pins and uh, excitement and drama and roller coasters of the good guy wins, the, the bad guy wins. You don't need that. You want fucking puppets it just gets in the way. and karaoke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you the- want guys buried in concrete crypts? Yeah. If you listen to our last week's episode, <laughs> this was the, uh, the, promo the 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 package the 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 uh, boost for the killer good bad lily pad match later to come yeah by the way the main event then then following that luckily i was really hoping i wasn't going to have to watch a united states championship match and thank goodness i didn't have to because you're new because apollo cruz is that his name Apollo, Apollo Cruz. 13? <laughs> Apollo Cruz. I don't know. Is a bitch, evidently. And one month ago, he had a full Nelson applied to him for five seconds, and he is injured. Uh, he was ready the day before Extreme Rules, but at Extreme Rules, didn't pass the physical. He has COVID because of a sloppy shop. Uh, and MVP came out, said, Nah, son, I'm the champion now. And he walked out because. If you're picking your own stipulations, you get to just make yourself champion, evidently. I I guess. Yeah. The the greatest part about this show was crowning a new champion when there was never a match. Um, because you know you know what we've never had before? We've never had the adversity of somebody being injured as a champion or sick. Right. It's yeah. never happened in the history of wrestling. Right. And on top of that, when you start a brand new gorgeous title, you want to kick off its prestige and its legacy with someone just going, mine. That's how you want the record books to reflect that. Uh, after that, we had... All the if it if it weren't for the killer lily pad match, the got your nose match would have been the best thing about this show. I and you can go back and check check the records. I've been waiting for this match my entire life. <laughs> That's true. You did have nothing but glowing things to say about this match. The entire week. Yeah. No, I couldn't talk about anything else. Yeah. For the last, for the three hours before watching this. Personally, I thought when AEW did it in February that they left mm-hmm. a lot to be desired. No, 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 no. So, WWE said, hold my white claw. <laughs> this is how you do yeah. an injured eyeball match. Yeah. So if you're not aware, which I was not because you couldn't pay me to watch Raw, uh, <laughs> Seth Rollins had taken 
Rey Mysterio's eye and forced it into the corner of the steps. And that is the reason why they're having this eye for an eye match where the winner has to have their eyeball extracted from their head. This is not me making this up. This is what it said on the website and they repeated it a thousand times on TV. You have to pull out your opponent's eye to win the match. Sub note, as we record today on Monday, on Monday Night Raw, there is a unsanctioned match between Big Show and Randy Orton, implying eye for an eye sanctioned, that match unsanctioned. So what we're talking about, I'm going to drop some knowledge on, <laughs> on, on all you sweat hogs out there. What we're talking about is legal mayhem. Yes. Mayhem by definition, the legal definition is disfigurement. Permanent disfigurement of somebody. This is always something that I've wanted in a match on a pay-per-view <laughs> to would, pay money. I've, I've always wanted John to pay money <laughs> for, for me to be able to watch <laughs> I would, somebody lose an eye. Well, it's worth it. I think it's a mutually beneficial deal between you and I, because I just learned that mayhem is not the guy from the insurance commercials. <laughs> that is not mayhem. So in this match, you had a bunch of really just, garbage quality professional wrestling between two absolute legends where they were doing like Falcon arrows on the apron and really just trying to, to have the best match possible. But luckily, luckily there was a bunch of stupid tomfoolery where they were trying to jam the bottom of a chair into each other's eye, which question if you, if you have to win the match by extracting, pulling out a person's eye, Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. push it in with a chair, is that a mm-hmm. disqualification? That's not pulling out. <laughs> unless when you pull the uh, listen, the chair out. Listen, I know a lot about that. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> so we started out strong, right? Uh, I guess I thought Seth Rollins understood the rules. He came to the ring with a pair of pliers. How did we know they were pliers? Because he hit the stairs with them. Right. You got to hit you, the stairs. You, you got to show prove, it's real, right? Prove that they're real. So we started strong. Pliers are for the extraction, the pulling out of said eyeball, mm-hmm. um, which I guess would only be the left eyeball because the right one was, he had a really sweet the, patch. The right one, you 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 might recall, had been pushed into the corner of some steps a few weeks before. Yeah. So... So then we try to impale the eye. I, I guess what he's thinking is he'll pop it out and it'll like be skewered. Yeah, I, with a with a he he made an attempt with like a screwdriver or something and like an ice pick, which, like an ice pick, which was in a toolbox because every construction site I know that has toolboxes has an ice pick. Also, in this toolbox was conservatively seven miles of nylon rope, and uh, I forget who was on commentary on this match said the most animated thing that any of the announcers said all night, he went, that's tag rope. And I about fell off the couch (laughs) laughing. (laughs) The the most dangerous weapon in all of professional wrestling tag rope. Uh, So uh, off topic a little bit, why do you need tag rope when your tag team division effectively doesn't exist? (laughs) Also, 
also, are they not testing people and not having people wear matches, but they are throwing away the three inches of tag rope after every match? Why do they need that much of it? <laughs> it's a whole lot of tag rope. <laughs> um, at the end of this match, Rey Mysterio loses track of his testicles because he's concerned with his eyeballs, which makes a lot of sense as far as I'm well, concerned. Well, he's only got one left. Right. His eyeball, excuse me. Yeah. And he gets, he gets just plowed in his junk. Uh, which allows leaves him completely defenseless. Seth Rollins wisely brings him over in an unprecedented move, I might add, to the corner of the steps and jams out the already injured eye. And you see for maybe one frame a ping pong ball covered in ketchup, which makes Seth Rollins puke. <laughs> on on the mat, which I welcomed for one. I don't know about you, but I love a blood and guts company. He's gonna puke. He's gonna puke. He's gonna puke. I love a company labeled blood and guts by its rivals. Uh, so to see something like this really just made me happy. Uh, something that made me pop huge also. I don't know if you picked up on this. They have these paid fans in the audience right who yeah. sound completely apathetic seth rollins cannot believe what he's just done right he's feeling remorseful behind him is a one singular fan who gives him the double thumbs down for pulling another man's eye out of his fucking head this is what i need in my professional wrestling is paid audiences giving the most apathetic response to the highest level of crime committed in a wrestling ring. It's what I'm after. It's what, what, I, what I really liked was his, was Seth Rollins. He immersed himself in this match, right? Committed. He, he committed, committed, to, a committed to, to a bit. He was <laughs> so upset and disgusted that he won a match by extracting an eye. That was and already distracted. In, in a match that he signed up for where the stipulation was to win, you had to extract an eye. And then he was just shocked and appalled that he won a match because he extracted an eye. Uh, he just, he went for it and he just, yeah. Yeah. Even he swung for the fences. He had done the exact same thing on raw three weeks ago and it didn't seem to bother him, but now it does. Now it's a tragedy, the good news is time heals all wounds. So on, on a side note real quick, I don't know if you caught it. The announcing of the show was great. Oh, I, I loved the exception. It was exquisite. We don't use that show that, that term very often on this show. Scrum tralescent. <laughs> Scrum tralescent. <laughs> but after this, before, before the next, uh, do yeah, I mean, the next match was like, whatever. No one really cares. We won't spend too much time on Asuka and Banks because it was whatever. Good, good whatever. wrestling. Fuck. German suplexes um, on their neck. But Corey, Gra not Corey Graves, who is, who's on commentary on this team? Tom Phillips. It was Joe. Samoa Joe, Tom Phillips, and Saxton. Saxton. It was Saxton. Who looked at the camera and he said, I really hope this doesn't affect him. In his life. <laughs> he um, said it was such conviction that he wasn't sure if Rey Mysterio losing an eye would affect him in his life. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't think it. See what I did there? I, <laughs> I don't think it would either. I mean, you have two. Yeah. Mr. Really has nothing to complain about. Well, I mean, affect his life from when? Affect his life three weeks ago when he had two eyes? It would be devastating. Affect his life from now when he already only had one good eye? Yeah. That's not that big of a problem. Later on in the show, Kayla Braxton did update us, though, with medical information, which I usually get my medical information from WWE. All the time. If you do not sever the optic nerve and all the blood vessels and whatnot are okay, then you can simply reattach the eye. Meaning, if Rey Mysterio stays in WWE, he's going to wear an eye patch, and if he goes to another company, he's going to have two good eyes, which bodes well for his vision like i said time heals all wounds comedy is the laughter is the best medicine i don't ba- we got bailey <laughs> oh she, do we she have said, bailey she said uh ray mysterio you're my hero hey bailey hit me up <laughs> she said uh she loves ray mysterio she grew up on ray mysterio and no he is not seeing double she does have two belts still <laughs> which Actual proper comedy that makes me laugh has no place on this show. I want dumb, stupid bullshit that isn't funny. This this genuine comedy, not for me. Then we had a video package promoting the Killer Lilypad match again, uh, implying that it's filled with snakes and gators. Well, and it's, it's really important. They, what they're worried about, and I understand it, is they're worried about that you're going to forget that there's a very important title fight between Swamp Thing <laughs> and who, who's the Toxic Avenger. <laughs> this is happening later. You can't forget there's a heavyweight title match or universal title match or whatever. Oh, isn't it the good-bad title? It is the good-bad yeah. championship. By the way, it wasn't on the line. So it's not on the line, but... <laughs> There's a match, and they don't want you to forget, so we're going to pepper the show with, and I actually appreciated getting constantly reminded that there's a Swamp match later. Yeah, well, the show takes another dip here, but don't worry, it does come back to our Roller coasters. Fair takes a dip. You have Asuka and Sasha, who are two of the best wrestlers, period, going today. They kicked each other in the head a ton. Uh, they just put together a really physical, hard-hitting match. Um, Sasha was working the fingers, which makes sense because it's her finisher is a submission. Uh, there was a German suplex off the top rope, and Sasha backflipped out of it, and then her knee didn't work later because selling. I don't want you know selling is boring but then we don't need psychology then things improved because bailey got involved distracted the referee with the belts uh came around the other side the the mist from oscar misses sasha goes in the referee's eyes bailey lightly taps her in the back with the belt but screams to make it seem more impactful oscar is out cold bailey takes the referee's shirt off puts it on counts the three and just the way Vegas predicted it would happen. Sasha is your new raw women's champion. And I applaud the WWE for such a brave and bold and bold finish to a professional wrestling match. So what they did was they, uh, she, a ref was assaulted, Mm -hmm. right? That's what you sign up for. (laughs) So you get assaulted part of the Uh, job. 
the only thing that gives you power as a referee in wrestling is, is the a shirt. shirt. Is yeah. the shirt. Is the so shirt. it doesn't matter if you're a ref, if you're a horse, if you're <laughs> another wrestler, as long as you have that stripe shirt on, which I guess the best thing you can do is be a zebra because you can just count pinfalls all over. Which is a striped horse. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> and so <laughs> she took off a shirt, she put it on, and is she a sanctioned ref? No. No, it doesn't But matter. it doesn't matter because yeah. psychology doesn't matter. This is professional wrestling. Yeah. All you AEW nerds that are like, oh, long-term storytelling and ugh, things that make sense and ugh, it's sport contest. Nobody cares about that. We want bullshit finishes in almost every match, and it doesn't get any more bullshit than this. Um, I want belief suspended. Absolutely. Suspended. Absolutely. I don't, I don't want... I don't want to go, you know what? I can relate to that. Yeah. I want to go, this is bullshit, <laughs> and I like it. Yeah. Just and, eat it yeah, up. Yeah. Eat it oh, up. Give me that bullshit. <laughs> mm, yeah. Uh, up next on the network service that I pay $10 a month for, there was an Applebee's commercial. And I piggyback. Followed by a Coca-Cola commercial on the service that I pay $10 a month for. That's and, what we want. And, and in all fairness, uh, there is no restaurant that's more good bad than applebee's uh we talk about this on good bad to the sequel all the time if the commercial has shrimp flying through the air and food that falls from the sky that is somewhere with high quality shit the more motion of the food in the commercial the better the better it is next up we had the heavyweight championship of the world contested by drew mcintyre against dolph ziggler who gets to pick any and I repeat any stipulation he wants. So I don't think you guys at home understand championship of the world. Yeah. Which, the entire world, which is less than the universe, right? The whole, the whole world. It's the most important thing in the entire world. If you are a wrestler, this is the thing that is the most important in the world. And Dolph Ziggler, who has a wonderful track record of not having pinned anyone since Tucker in February, got to pick any stipulation he wanted on a show where previously you had a person who just took the referee shirt, put it on and declared her friend, the winner. You had somebody that just picked up a belt and said, I am the champion now. And you had somebody that got hit in the balls to have their eye taken out of their head. Dolph Ziggler chose the... You have to one-up it. This is... Yeah. He chose the brilliant... Guy's a goddamn genius. The brilliant stipulation of extreme rules match for me, regular match for you. How did he come up with this? I, I for one, felt small intellectually in comparison to him after seeing this. Personally, I would have gone with a, if you touch me, you're disqualified and I'm the champion match or a, your hands and feet are tied behind your back match uh, or a, I'm just the champion match uh, or I'm my own referee match, but I'm an idiot. I didn't think of any of those things. So what you are an idiot. <laughs> the best thing you can do is just look at the title of the show and that's where you get your inspiration. Yeah. It's extreme it's rules. everywhere. And it's a horror he, show match. He went with it. Yeah. Yeah. And good for him for, for uh, we've said it again. We applaud you being bold. Yeah. And taking risks. 
and doing something different that nobody else has done before. We like pioneers in this business. And 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 how smart is it also of WWE to take the challenger for this most prized and coveted championship in the entire world and make their challenger someone who can hit not one, not two, but all three of their finishers after being the only person allowed to use weapons for the last 40 minutes and still lose convincingly after one shot from their opponent. Unbelievable. Unbelievable stuff. Couldn't believe it. Could this, not believe it. This is writing. Move over, Nancy Drew. This is the... Is Nancy Drew the writer? I don't know. I'm pretty sure she's a detective. <laughs> yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> this is the writing that we need in Hollywood, that we need in politics. This <laughs> this is the storytelling and writing that really... So, Ziggler hits him in the leg with a chair. He hits him in the throat with a chair. Mm-hmm. He hits him in the back with a chair. He hits three finishers in a row. Net, in a row. Yeah. And he couldn't get the job done. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's invigorating. It's <laughs> dramatic. <laughs> I personally, I didn't tell you this because I want to save it. Um, I want to save it for the show for the live. Uh, the unveiling, I I teared up a little bit. <laughs> wow, wow! It it moved it moved my soul. <laughs> wow, this uh... it moved me to drink today <laughs> because because I realized my life is nothing. Yeah, I mean, whenever you're feeling down, what I used to do is watch cops. Can't do that anymore. No. But what I can do is watch Dolph Ziggler get completely and utterly buried by his own employer and it'll just really put things into perspective that I'm doing okay. Yeah, your life is not that bad. I'm doing okay. I'm I, not I'm not insanely talented and yet completely and utterly fucked by my promoter. What what I I actually use this all the time at work when when I arrest somebody, I say I know this is hard but it could be worse. You could be Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> Which is very uplifting per things to say to a murderer. <laughs> and I usually get, thanks man. I appreciate yeah. that. And then you hug it out and let them go. <laughs> uh, or, or you just gently lay the handcuffs atop their wrists and hope that they don't leave. Um, speaking of which, up next, the main event, the creme de la creme, the killer lily pad match. The s- <laughs> the swamp fight. Uh, the probably the best swamp fight I think I've ever seen. Uh, let me just run through real quick some of the happenstances and then we can give our thoughts about it. Uh, I will let you know that at this point in my notes, Danielle took over because she asked me to rub her back. So she had to lay where my notes were. And I said, okay, well then you have to take my notes. So things might get a little weird here. <laughs> uh, so you need to read the notes verbatim. That's what I plan means, to do. Which means word for word. People. First of all, it says Boneyard 2. Uh, there's not really alligators in there. Tropical shirts is a scary scene. Don't work. 
but they make you disappear. Scary bunnies. Uh, Wife beater wearing swampies. This was the scariest rabbit I have seen. I got to give them credit. This is the scariest rabbit I've seen since Monty Python and the Holy Grail. <laughs> it's got fangs like this. Uh, shirts off. Sheep mask. Axe self-murderer. Occult symbols plus a stop sign. <laughs> this is taking forever. <laughs> this is the first time I'm seeing these notes. <laughs> Fake chain struggle. Why is he even mad at him? Does he know why he has a half-blonde dreadlock? <laughs> okay, someone brought a snake. So he woke up next to a fire. Braun versus dot, 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 fire stunt man. Ha, 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 he says. <laughs> Lady voice. It's Alexa Bliss, but Halloween style. Another eye gouge? Question mark. Someone has a fetus. <laughs> now we're on a boat, but wait. Boat returns. Enter swamp to observe empty boat. Shovel attack. Here are some gators. This is really just some rich guy's koi pond and really taking forever to get to the point. Unseen shovel hits, falls in water, in quotations, it's over. Water fight, lots of nothing. Poor suspense. Is this art? Red lit water. Fiend emerges. Eight brawn question mark. Boo. <laughs> These are Danielle's summaries of the best swamp fight in history. Let's get your thoughts. There's a lot to unpack. Um, I have some notes. I don't have Danielle notes. Um, I really, I really liked cheerleader Bray when he was in the chemistry lab. Oh yes, the meth lab. The meth, the meth yes, lab the in, meth the lab swamp, in the swamp. Yeah, when you had Bray cheering on Braun. Um, it really showed that they were they're they're fighting against each other but they're for each other right they're really for competition we want i want the best competition possible so i'm going to cheer on my opponent because if i can beat him then i'm the best my, that's what i took from my it my favorite aspects of the swamp fight are the return of a character that that even this character has made obvious mm -hmm. is terrible and we should never see again. And even Bray White himself has called this character a fat, pathetic slob. I'm glad they brought that character back because we all wanted to hear his 15 minute nonsense, spooky dialogues again that are impossible to take in. Um, I'm also really glad that Bray Wyatt developed the ability to eat, one of two things, either a convince Braun Strowman that he is fighting himself indeed, mm -hmm. meaning that he was actually in the swamp alone or B truly can duplicate human beings and make them fight themselves, which is a new superpower. This is, must be the long-term storytelling people are talking about because they were spooky swamp men a lot of years ago. So that means long-term long-term storytelling right yes okay yes yeah i i really liked so when you when you're able to create my favorite my favorite story we talk about uh telling a story within a story right storytelling of a match the psychology um aw that whatever they don't know what, the, know what they're doing with their Adam Page and whatever they don't they can't tell stories so in a match you have Braun hitting Braun with a shovel Right, right, but with a sheet mask. With a sheet mask, he wakes up, and he's chained to a chair. But is he? 
So he's chained to a chair. Chained is objective. And his hands are on the chair. Mm-hmm. The chain is sagging and draped in the middle. It's draped on the outside. It's not really wrapped around his wrist, but that doesn't matter because what it symbolizes right. is the internal chaining and struggle right. that he has with the Wyatt family. It's an internal struggle mm-hmm. with Bray Wyatt and he's being chained by Bray Wyatt and the history uh, that he has with him. I think I got that right. Oh uh, yeah. In, in addition to that, just to further what you're saying, I want to say maybe 2018 when we were all glued to Facebook watching the mixed tag matches Mm-hmm. Uh, and Alexa Bliss and Braun Strowman were a tag team. I think I said to you, in two years there's going to be a swamp fight, and she's going to be Alexa. She's going to be Sister Abigail. I think I predicted that. Yeah, yeah. When we were watching Facebook mixed tag wrestling, I think I predicted that, and they paid it off. That's what we want is payoffs from setups. Yeah. Uh, I just, I just felt heard, you know. And at the end. Bray. Wait, which end? The, the, the end when Braun said, it's over, and we all went, I buy it. I'm sure that's the end. I actually got up and just went and put on my, my pajamas and went to bed. And then you get the, but wait, there's more. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh shit, I missed something. I'm talking about the end end. Oh. Braun knocks Bray into the water. Mm-hmm. Bray grabs... Braun and pulls him in. He pulls him in. It bubbles. It turns red. The fiend comes out and then disappears. What happened? We don't know. The best part about not knowing is you can do whatever you want. It's an open-ended storyline. To be fair, there are no designated rules to a story. Swamp fight. We don't know how someone wins or loses, which was the intrigue going in. No explanation. There's no rules given. No explanation going in and no answers coming out. That's intrigue. Yeah. Yeah. I, for one, thought it was a delightful shit show. And I can't wait to see the next cinematic match that they put together because... The trend is getting so much better. The cinematic matches are really, I think they're going to replace actual wrestling. Yeah. 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 CPW is going to be the cinematic pro wrestling is going to be the next, (laughs) the next evolution of it's either that or uh, like wrestling feel, feel a vision, right? Where Mm. you'll, you'll, you'll have someone behind you like, They'll give you a chop when the guy takes a chop. Oh yeah. And you know, if you get if Rikishi comes in and gives someone a stink face, well, you're getting a stink face. <laughs> it really gets you into the show. Immersion. Em- immersion. Yeah. And um this the overuse of the cinematic matches is exactly what I want. I want to grind this into the ground to the point where it gets way worse than the swamp match Mm -hmm. way worse than money in the bank. I want it to get to the point where I actively hate myself for spending two hours and 40 minutes watching this product. 
I just need that to balance things out from the rest of the time when yeah. I'm happy <laughs> and uh, glad that I spent my time doing things like being around friends and loved ones and having a fulfilling job. I have to counter that with cinematic matches, matches that don't make any fucking sense and aren't even remotely entertaining. Yeah. So that I can have both the yin and the yang. I always tell people the highs aren't as high without the lows. Exactly. You, you can't, can't have high highs without low you lows. You cannot have light without the dark. And the best mm. way to appreciate good wrestling is we need, I desire, I yearn for the stuff that's just so bad that I, I, I drink myself... <laughs> stupid <laughs> stupid because i wasted time watching it i want that in my life i want to look back and go why did i watch why did i waste three hours watching this swamp fight yeah the best swamp fight in wrestling history uh okay bit over <clears throat> shake it out blah, 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 blah. That was the worst fucking pay-per-view in the... I thought we were in breaking character. I can't do it anymore, man. <laughs> that was the worst fucking pay-per-view I have ever <clears throat> seen. Top to bottom, T to B, soup to nuts. Other than the tag match that started it, the worst fucking pay-per-view they have... They have ever produced. There were some things... <clears throat> there were some things that I liked. Um... I have to agree as a whole, I don't, I think it was garbage. Even the good stuff to me wasn't that good. And it might be biased because it might be because we're still in the empty arena. Ugh, Personally, the way AEW has done the empty arena stuff with, with their fans, which are workers. It adds it, way it, more energy. They feel it feels like they're they actually care. Yeah, you they have want to be there. here. You have Shotzi Blackheart and some guy during Oscar's entrance doing a guitar thing. No fucking fan does that. Yeah. So you, you get the impression that they're we're paid to be here and bang on fake glass. Like I have to do this. It's part of my developmental contract to pretend like I give a shit about what's happening in the ring. Like I said, you can sum it up with the guy that was standing behind Seth Rollins after he puked and realized the, the gravity of what he had done that does the double thumbs down and goes, boo. That's not the reaction of someone who you just witnessed yank another man's eye out. Yeah, again, it's literally called mayhem. You, you're... The premise is you are blinding a human being and removing an eye out of their fucking skull. All of the fans should be puking. It's <laughs> so stupid. All right, we we've talked about this at nauseum. <laughs> I will I, I will say I, I do I do want to give. I thought the tag match in the beginning was really good. It was it was a good match. I thought it was really Solid, fucking good. Hard hitting. Those guys are. Cesaro is jacked beyond belief yeah fuck that guy <laughs> yeah that's a sincere fuck that guy <laughs> uh, look at me i'm 280 pounds lean dick i i i'm just gonna run through the matches super fast nikki cross she's she's i, I don't like her happy no, face it, it's, go it's bullshit go back to nutty crazy uh what was the name of their team 
Uh, sanity. Sanity. That Nikki Cross fits. Yeah, Nikki go, Cross. Go back to whisper. Go, go back to interrupting matches to whisper secrets in people's ears that don't make any sense. Yeah, you can tell when she's jumping around happy that it's it's fake. It's bullshit. It's not. She's, like, she doesn't feel that character. It, it's not. But the match itself. Yeah. Was wasn't wasn't half bad. There's a few no, hiccups. It was a, it was a good match until the ending. They, um, they just undermined it. The eye for an eye. We already beat that to death. Uh, Oscar and Sasha, um, great match until the end. Until the end, it's it. I just said why. I got spoilers before. I got spoilers yesterday that was like, oh, I didn't, you know, expect Sasha to win like this because it's stupid and it doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, just because you take a shirt off and put the the referee shirt on, that's not. I have a 49er jersey. They don't let me play on the team. It, it just doesn't. <laughs> That's just not how it works. There's a senior official, right? Because if, if a, a ref gets hurt in a match, what usually happens? Another ref. Earl Hebner com- specifically. Comes down to the ring. So the refs are watching. No one comes down and no one goes, nope, this, this match is, this decision is, you know, is void yeah. restart the match. So, yeah, so that had just a terrible ending. The the Dolph Ziggler Drew McIntyre match was pretty entertaining match, but again, yeah. the stipulation choice the fact that Drew McIntyre accepted a match with literally any stipulation makes him look like a moron, and the fact that that Dolph Ziggler chose the stipulation that he did makes him look like a moron. So you have two morons battling it out, and then Dolph Ziggler is made to look like like a soft lily bitch for giving everything he's got with any weapon he can get his hands on to absolutely no avail. It didn't, it didn't do what they wanted it to do in making Drew McIntyre look like this unstoppable killer baby face. It made Dolph Ziggler look like cardboard filler. Don't, don't forget Dolph Ziggler is a former world champion. He is held almost every title in the company. So whether he's been booked like shit for his entire career, right? And and we we had a conversation before that I personally think he has at one point had one of the highest ceilings and the best thing he could do for his career is leave, walk away, go somewhere else. Maybe it'll revitalize it, maybe it's beyond repair. I don't know, but it's worth looking into and yeah. trying. Worst case scenario is staying. You took a guy who has held almost every title in the company and he can't beat somebody after he beats them to shit with chairs and finishers and yeah. And then, uh, and you'll put a title on him again. Yeah. At some point. Yeah. Me making the title mean nothing. And then, and then just real quick for the swamp fight. This is a, this is a creatively bankrupt, segment this is a this is a half-hearted attempt this is this is you know when a child hands you a drawing and you keep it for a minute because the child tried really hard and it means a lot to them and you you don't say this is a shitty drawing child well imagine a 32 year old art student handing you the exact (laughs) same drawing you would say the fuck is wrong with you charles you draw like a dipshit this is the swamp match. They turned in a child's drawing and expected you to receive it the same way you would from a child. 
no, I, I don't, I don't accept this. I don't accept that from a company that I pay $10 a month to that I've been watching my whole life that is supposed to be the top of the ladder. I don't accept piss poor creative. There's yeah. no other way to describe it. And if you disagree with me, I swear to God, you're wrong. It's if, not good. If you have a kid that goes, I have a really cool story and this happened and this happened and they had a swamp fight. You go, man, that is amazing. In the back of your head, you're going, this is stupid. Yeah. But guess what? Timmy's six and he has an imagination. Good for him. No, no one buys this. Yeah. It just isn't. Why? It isn't anything. It's, it's. It, I Why told, not just have a match with Braun and Bray? This is what they're leading to at SummerSlam, but why do I have to suffer through this? Why do I have to suffer through Braun Strowman sitting in a chair with a chain draped across him while Alexa Bliss pretends to be Sister Abigail and Bray Wyatt does his spooky Hawaiian shirt gag again so that you can get to The Fiend versus Braun, which I also don't want, at another empty arena show. Yeah. Like, connect these dots. It's shitty dot after shitty dot after <laughs> shitty dot leading to a bigger, shittier dot. We don't want any of this. I, I, You have two, two like, at one time, Bray was skilled. He's not anymore because he has a lot of back and leg problems. I don't want this. Yeah. I don't want the match. I don't, it, it's just bullshit. I fucking hate this company so much. <laughs> if it wasn't for AEW, I wouldn't even be a wrestling fan anymore, to be honest. All right. Well, stay tuned with for the, that. Listen to us talk about more wrestling. Stay tuned for the next time. <laughs> WWE does something so stupid. We have to talk about it. Uh, like I said, you guys can catch us wherever there's podcasts run Apple, Google, Spotify, uh, definitely on the YouTube, leave comments. We gave you Lots of stuff to to argue about, to agree about. Uh, if you want to do the whole sarcastic, ironic tone that, that we were doing, feel <laughs> free and see if we can figure it out. Please tell us if you have a different opinion and we will gladly ignore it because it's wrong. <laughs> And you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, and if you're not following us on Twitter, what the fuck are you doing with your life? Good, bad, NHB. I am killing it in the Twitter game. So go give us a follow uh, and uh, we can chat there too. You know what we should do? Let's. Do, I'm going to throw out a little challenge. We do this sometimes. This literally just popped in my head. I'm like Trump. I just say shit that comes to mind. And call, I, are you calling it in the ring? And Yeah, and, <laughs> we, I, and, and I don't think about this. If, if you want to argue with us and dispute our uh, ideas of this show, our idiotic opinions, send us a message and we will get you on the phone. Yeah. Live on an episode. Absolutely. And we will hash it out. Yeah. What like, f- like gentlemen, we will hash it out in an over the phone swamp fight. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing that could have made it better <laughs> is if it was Skype. <laughs> Oh yeah, we'll, we'll Skype it out. Skype swamp fight. Yeah, uh, if you if you if you want to uh, uh, defend your stance on something, feel free to get at us. We we step up. We would love to do that. So um, get at us. You know where to do that. We're everywhere, and we will catch you guys next time. Peace. Peace.